The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 5, Guaranteed Leadership Success. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner here, your host, and welcome to uh, another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I am thrilled you are tuning in to today's episode. Thank you so much for doing so. Before I jump into today's topic, some quick housekeeping items that I want to give you, uh, some action items I want to call you to uh, hear from the very beginning of the podcast. Uh, first and foremost, if you're not a subscriber to the podcast, I hope that you'll do so. Use the subscribe feature in whatever podcast directory you choose to listen to the podcast, be that Apple, Apple podcast or Google play store, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you can be ensured that you receive each and every episode of the podcast. And then I would also ask you to in that particular podcast directly directory, be sure that you rate and review the podcast as well. Uh, ratings and reviews, that's what ensures that the search engine on that particular directory, uh, that's what drives the search engine on that directory such that when people go in and search for leadership or something like that, that they'll see our podcast. So I greatly appreciate you leaving me ratings and reviews there. And uh, I have committed to in the future to begin to read some of those ratings and reviews uh, on the podcast as well. So you never know, leave me a rating or review and uh, your review of the podcast just might be uh, read here on the podcast as well. And then of course, I need to ask you to share the podcast with family and friends. We're kind of, if you will, still just getting started. We're just on episode number five here. So we're still in that getting started phase, I, I would think. And so uh, word of mouth, getting the notice out that we have this podcast devoted to, you know, new young rookie leaders uh, is very, very important. So I'd ask you to share the podcast with all your friends via social media email, text, word of mouth, phone call, whatever you need to do, be sure you share this podcast with others that you know that are seeking leadership advice and advancement in their uh, leadership and in their career seeking th that type of advancement. I hope you'll share the podcast with those individuals. Now, today I want to kind of dive into a topic that in my leadership coaching and, and mentoring and counseling, I hear this question quite a bit. And this question is rooted in, uh, maybe it's rooted in a bit of fear. Uh, certainly it's uh, rooted in some uncertainty, uh, some self-doubt. Oftentimes it's rooted in that as well. But the question 
oftentimes the question will come to me uh, somewhat directly of, can I succeed as a leader? And anytime someone will ask me that question, can I succeed as a leader? Then my answer is always yes, because leadership is learned. I don't believe that leadership is just uh, a natural ability that someone has, right? Uh, People aren't just born leaders. Leadership is learned. Now, certainly there are uh, personality uh, traits and characteristics of, of, of people that might make leadership easier for some people than others, but the skills of leadership are learned, and therefore, you know, I contend that anyone can learn, anyone can be a leader. But then oftentimes, the question that follows that one, or, or follows my answer to that question, or sometimes people will lead with this secondary question, if you will, how can I be sure that I can succeed as a leader? How can I know that, right? And, and again, in that question, you can, you can sense the uncertainty, the fear, the self-doubt, right? And again, I, it's because leadership is learned, and anyone, so therefore anyone can succeed. But what I always share in that instance about, uh, or that question around, how can I be sure, right? How can I be sure that I can be successful as a leader? Well, I always say this, your certainty around being successful as a leader, there's one attitude that you can have that if you maintain this attitude in your leadership, you will be guaranteed leadership success, guaranteed leadership success. If you can maintain this one simple, not always easy, but this one simple attitude in your leadership, then you can rest assured that you're going to succeed as a leader. And that attitude is this, lead with an attitude that is driven by seeing others succeed. As a leader, your primary focus, your primary attention, your primary purpose, if you will, needs to be seeing the success of others on your team. Not your own success, but the success of others on your team. If you can maintain that type of attitude in your leadership, then your success as a leader is guaranteed if you can maintain that type of attitude. Now, first of all, what I want to acknowledge here is is for, especially for you young leaders, for you new leaders that are listening to the podcast, let me just, let me just uh, assure you of this. Every single leader has at some point in time and still probably today face fears and uncertainty and self-doubt. Every single leader. You are not alone in your fears or your uncertainty or your self-doubt about your leadership capabilities. And in fact, I would say that if if you don't have any of those things, then you're probably a very reckless leader. I've shared about that in, in some YouTube videos before, but you're probably a very reckless leader if you don't in some way have some type of fear or uncertainty or some kind of self-doubt, right? And so first, just recognize that you're not alone. And for people like myself that have been in leadership for years and years and years now, I'm comfortable with the idea of having and maintaining an attitude of seeing that, you know, my, my teammates, my team members succeed. I'm comfortable in having and maintaining the attitude, the spirit of, I wanna see others succeed. I'm comfortable in that, but I still, still face fears and uncertainty and self-doubt, but it's, it's more today. It's more around, 
how are we going to succeed? It's not a fear anymore of if we can succeed as a team, but more it's fears and uncertainty around how are we going to uh, succeed, right? So just recognize that years of experience in leadership doesn't just do away with these uncertainties and these fears and these self-doubts and so forth. It just changes them a little bit, but they don't go away. So I just want to encourage you that don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like there's something wrong with you just because you might fear, can you be successful as a leader? Or you may be uncertain about that, or you may be questioning that. It's okay. Every single one of us has faced that question before in those types of fears. Every single one of us faced those. Now, before I kind of dive into this attitude of seeing the, wanting to see the success of others, and having that as your kind of primary attitude in leadership, let me first talk about the wrong types of attitude to have as a leader. Because I see so many leaders lead into leadership or they aspire to leadership for the totally completely wrong reasons. And therefore, they really, really struggle with having and maintaining this attitude of seeing others succeed. So let me just say this. Listen, if you have gotten into leadership because you want a specific title or you want a specific position or, or compensation, or you want some, or you view leadership as some uh, diminished workload, right? Where you can tell everybody else to do the work. And so you don't have to work as hard, or maybe you're aspiring to leadership to, so that you can have all the authority or the decision-making, uh, you know, responsibility. If you're aspiring to leadership for those reasons, and that's the attitude that you're going to have. So in other words, you know, you are aspiring to a specific uh, a title. And so therefore, when you get that title, then you lead from an attitude of title, right? I, I am the vice president, or I am the president, or I'm the CEO, whatever it might be, right? You, you, you lead, you, your attitude reflects your desire to have that title, right? Or your attitude reflects your attitude to have that position. You want that position or that authority, and here's the thing, if, if you aren't in leadership for the success of your team, then you're in leadership for the wrong reason. If you aren't in leadership for the purpose of seeing your team succeed, then you're in leadership for the wrong reason. You need to be about seeing your team succeed. And the success of a team requires that each individual team member experience success. There's lots of famous quotes out there, especially from sports coaches, uh, football coaches, basketball coaches, and so forth. You see this a lot, especially in the sport of football, though, American football, um, that every single individual on that team has a job to do. And every single individual on that team has to be very successful at their specific job in order for the whole team to win. And the same is true for you and your leadership. In order for your whole team to win – individuals, individual team members on your team need to succeed. And so you're not just, well, first, you're not about your own success and you're not just about the team success. You got to be in the trenches with each and every team member so that you see their individual success. So whatever that, that team member's role is on the team, that, that team member's job in the team is, you want to see that team member succeed at that job. And so on an individual basis, individual level, individual team member level, you want to be focused on 
having an attitude of seeing that person succeed. Now, let's talk about, well, why does this attitude guarantee leadership success? All right, Michael, you're, you're making a pretty big promise here. If I can have the attitude and maintain the attitude that I want to see every individual on my team succeed, you're promising me, you're, you're guaranteeing here that I will experience leadership success. Why is that true? Why, why does this attitude work? Why, why is this attitude win, right? Well, as a leader, a, a leader cannot be successful if their team isn't first successful. No coach in sports is going to be considered a successful coach if the team that he's coaching isn't winning ball games, right? So whatever your team is doing, if they're not winning, whatever uh, business, industry, whatever they're in, if they're not winning, then you as their leader, you're not winning either. And so you, obviously you have to recognize if you're, you can't as a leader be successful on your own. Leadership is influencing others. I shared just a few podcasts back uh, the, my definition of leadership. Leadership is influencing others. And if others aren't winning, if your team isn't winning, then neither are you. And so this attitude of seeing them win, it, it, you, you have to maintain that because if they don't win, neither do you, right? Your t- and here's the other thing. Your team, they want to win. No I hate to keep going back to the sports analogy, but it's just so easy. There's no sports team ever existed that wanted to play the game that they're playing, but not win, always lose. No team, no individual athlete has ever felt that way. Your team wants to win. They want to succeed as individuals and as a team. And so, that individual that's on your team and has a specific role to play, a, a specific job to do, they want to do that job very, very well. They want to succeed at their specific job. And then they want to see that what that does is that enables the, the bigger team, the larger team, the business, the company, whatever it may be, they want to see it that the, the team wins because also they're contributing as their individual role. And so every single person wants to win Every single person wants to succeed, and you as the leader need to have an attitude of, I'm going to do everything I can, everything that's possible to make sure that individual does succeed. Now, here's what that does. When you, Again, especially when you as a leader, you're focused on each and every individual, and you're doing everything that you can to see that they succeed. What this does, your drive and your determination to win your drive and your determination to see them succeed, it motivates them. You know, I talk oftentimes about how are you going to get heroics from your team members when you need them? Well, I talk a lot about, well, that's built into relationship and things like that. Well, it's also built here. Your drive and your determination and your sincerity around wanting to see them succeed motivates them, drives them. It's contagious. Your drive and determination to see them win, it's contagious. It's almost as if they then want to earn your dedication, right? They see your dedication as their leader. They see your dedication to them and to their success, and almost out of obligation, they want to earn that now. You're so dedicated to them that they want to earn it, right? So it's it's that drive and that determination, it's contagious, and they will work even harder to succeed when they know that your greatest desire is to see them succeed as well. 
So also, uh, you know, your care and your relationship with each team member, it'll motivate them and it will encourage them. Okay? Your, each and every single individual will be motivated and encouraged by the sincerity in the fact that you care enough that you want to see them win in their specific role as an individual and as a team. Okay. Now here's where the rubber meets the road. Well, how do we, how do we have, and how do we maintain this attitude, this type of attitude? Well, first and foremost, let me say this. Uh, you cannot fake it. Okay. Do not attempt to fake or attempt to manipulate your team with this attitude of, I want to see you succeed. Okay. You can't fake this. It has to be sincere. If it's not sincere, your team members will know. They will know that, you know, the, the spidey senses just go off and they just recognize, look, this isn't real. You, you know, they're, they're, they're faking it. They're not uh, sincere in their care for me. They're not sincere in their relationship with me. They're not sincere in their desire to see me win, right? This oftentimes happens when, uh, you know, a, a leader will, will, kind of fake these actions of seeming sincere or, or trying to overcome, uh, you know, an individual team member, maybe they're having some obstacles, you know, they got an obstacle in front of them and they're trying to overcome them. And a a leader may uh, do what they can to overcome that or whatever. And then the team wins. And then what happens is the leader will take credit for it. Yeah, I, I did. No, no, no. If you, as a leader, if you're going to take credit for things, successes and all, you know, there's, there's a, there's a saying out there as a leader, every, success or every win is contributed attributed to your team every failure is attributed to you as the leader okay so you know if you behave that way in a fake insincere way your team is going to see that they're going to know that so first and foremost to have and maintain this attitude of wanting to see others succeed you have to be sincere about it you can't fake it now how do you be sincere about it well, I believe this is what's worked so well for me is you have to have a deeper purpose. You have to have a stronger, deeper purpose or reason that you want to see other people succeed. Um, now here, you know, and, and the reason for that is because this, this deeper purpose, it, it provides the motivation to overcome the leadership challenges that you're going to face, right? You're going to face some leadership challenges. Some of them will be, you know, unknown or, 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 you know, there'll be, uh, things that come your way that you just didn't expect. There'll be challenges that the team faces that you really have to help them overcome. Some of the challenges you'll face as a leader come from the team themselves, right? So maybe you have team members, uh, and you know, just leading them is just difficult. Sometimes they, you know, team members can even be belligerent at times and, it's very difficult to lead individuals like that and to maintain and have an attitude of, I still want to see you succeed. So you're going to face challenges. And in order to maintain an attitude of desire to see them succeed, you have to have a deeper purpose. You've got to have a deeper reason that you want to be a leader and a deeper reason that you want to see others succeed. So I thought what I would do is just kind of share with you my deeper purpose, you know, when I, when I lead a team and I want to see individuals succeed, what is that all about? Why do I, why do I care? Why do I want to know or see that one of those team members is succeeding? Well, for me, it's tied to, I want 
I want people to live out the best versions of themselves as possible. Now, here's what I, I know, especially as a guy. Uh, I know this is true for us men. I'm, I'm pretty sure at it, some level or another, some way or another, it's also true for ladies out there. But, but I know that this is definitely true for men. And, and it relates to this. When a person is successful at work, then they tend to go home and be the best, best version of themselves at home also. So if they're winning at work, uh, then they t- tend to go home and be a better husband. They tend to go home and be a better wife. They tend to go home and be a better father or a better mother, right? So when they get home, then they're the best possible version of themselves. If they are losing at work, then it's really, really difficult. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying here. It's certainly possible to be a great husband and a great father or a great wife and a great mother and not being achieve, and not achieving a lot at work or being really successful at work. It is certainly possible to be a good husband and father and wife and, and mother, you know, and, and have the work life not be uh, perfect. So I'm not saying that. I'm not connecting those two identities But I'm saying this, it's so much easier if I have spent eight hours of my day or more at work and I've been successful there, it's so much then easier for me to go home and be the best possible person I can be at home. If I've had a really, really hard day at work, and especially if at work you string several of these days along where I I don't feel like I'm doing anything, I'm I'm not accomplishing anything, I'm not winning, I'm not succeeding in some way, right? If if I don't feel fulfilled and and that I've accomplished things at work then when I go home it's really really difficult to be the best version of me in that situation and so that's what I want for people I want the best possible version of them to exist especially at home and I believe you know a lot of that can start at work because work is where we spend especially you know Monday through Friday work is where we spend the bulk of our time and, and if the bulk of our time is spent in winning and succeeding, then that's going to carry over into the other time during the week, and that's where family comes in. And I, I just believe that if a, if a person can be winning at work, then they're also going to be, uh, it's going to be much easier for them to then win and succeed at home as well. Uh, Michael Hyatt is a, he's a mentor of mine. He, he doesn't know this, but he, he certainly is. I've been reading and listening to Michael Hyatt's leadership content for years and years and years. And he has a tagline right now for his company. And it, uh, I may get it somewhat wrong, but it's something along the lines of succeed at work and win at life, right? Or win it, it may be win at work and succeed in life. And so he, he can, he connects those two as well, right? Work and life. He connects them as well. And, and so I just kind of live by that philosophy too, that if I can do something to ensure that a team member succeeds that day then I know that that team member can now go home and much easier he can be a better husband and a better father or a better wife and a better mother right and so for me that's the deeper purpose associated with maintaining the attitude of I want to see my team members succeed and that's the attitude that I try to maintain I'm not worried about my success I'm worried about the success of every single team member if every single team member succeeds, the team will succeed. If the team succeeds, 
me as a leader, I will succeed. Now, let me also say that, you know, maybe you have, you know, I'm really focusing here on individuals, 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 and maybe you have a really, really large team. Currently, I have 165 people on my team. And as you can imagine, I, there's no way that I can know what every single one of those 165 people are doing. And there's no way that I can ensure that, especially on a daily basis, that every single one of them are succeeding. And so what I have to do there is I have to do for some what I wish I could do for all. And oftentimes this is where the organizational structure comes into play. So I have six people that report directly to me and I really, really focus on those six people and how can I help them be successful today? And then I do everything that I can can to communicate and teach them. Now do the same for your people, right? Those individuals you have reporting to you, make sure that you're doing everything you can to see their success today and then on down the line, right? And so, yes, it's, it's true that especially in larger teams, you can't know what every single individual is doing and work to see them succeed. But those that directly report to you do for some what you wish you could do for all, and then allow that some to trickle outward so that it impacts everybody else. And so that's how you, you kind of manage that, if you will, in a, in a larger team, right? But what you're focused on is you want to see the success of your team, your team members, right? If you're worried about their success, then in helping them succeed, then the team will win and you will be successful as a leader. So that's how you guarantee success. You have an attitude of, I want to see my teammates win, my team members win. I want to see every single one of them win. And I'm willing to get in and do anything I can to help them win, help them succeed. If you do that, your team will win and you will be a successful leader. So that's how you do it. That's how you can be guaranteed leadership success is if you um, just focus on, be intentional about and focused on the success of every single one of your team members. Hey, so let me close this up here. I'm I'm running up on uh, 30 minutes here shortly. So let me close this up here. Uh, Just some housekeeping items real quickly to close this out again. Uh, Show notes for today's episode, you can find at rookieleaders.com, rookieleaders.com. This is episode number five, uh, Guaranteed Leadership Success. So you can find that at rookieleaders.com. You can find lots of other great leadership content as as well over at credibleleaders.com. So be sure you check that out. Uh, Again, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, be sure you do so. Subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast directory of your choice so that you can be ensured that you receive the content as we publish it. And then also, um, also I, I would just say as you're there, be sure that you rate and review the podcast there. As I mentioned earlier, that helps us with the search engines and helps others uh, find us as well. Share the podcast with all your friends, social media, text, email, whatever it might be. Just be sure you share the podcast with your family and with your friends. And also, I haven't mentioned in a couple of episodes, but let me say this. Some of our podcast episodes are also published on YouTube. So we have a YouTube channel. Uh, so I s- encourage you to head over to the YouTube channel and subscribe to that there. Uh, if you prefer to watch video uh, and see me uh, on video, uh, I have a—I certainly have a radio face. I don't necessarily have a radio voice, but I do have a radio face. But if you would like to see that on YouTube, you can head over to YouTube and subscribe. You can find a link to that in the show notes at rookieleaders.com. 
Thanks so much for listening in today. I hope this has helped you be successful as a leader. Until we speak again, be blessed and lead well. of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.